Hello, welcome to episode three of our series, Spotlight on Financial Services Tax. We'll be discussing the new economic substance requirements and the steps you need to take to be compliant. Thank you, Bill Al. So um, let's get right into it. Um, as we said, we're going to be talking about economic um, substance regulations. So I suppose the obvious sort of first question, uh, Bill Al, is um, what are the economic substance regulations and who do they affect? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question and, and many people ask what is economic substance, particularly that's quite new in the region, in the UAE and Bahrain. Um, looking back a few years, the EU proposed a list of non-cooperative jurisdictions. This is 17 countries and essentially it was those jurisdictions um, that had the propensity for businesses to operate in but to use to move profits into. So these uh, jurisdictions are countries of low or no tax and jurisdictions where businesses would operate with very little activity. Following the release of this, this list uh, by the EU, uh, uh, these jurisdictions were encouraged to introduce new requirements um, and those are the economic substance requirements, which essentially is a new piece of legislation that requires businesses to demonstrate substance um, regarding their business activities, their employees, the type of income they generate and where their decisions are made. They affect uh, mostly all businesses in the UAE uh, and Bahrain. Both of these countries have economic substance requirements and essentially what this means is, particularly for the financial services sector, is that banks, asset managers, insurers need to assess uh, the requirements of the economic substance regulations and they'll need to file um, their economic substance returns to either their competent authority or regulator. And what, actually one interesting point um, Bilal, um, I know um, that certainly in the UAE's sort of implementation of these rules um, there was an exemption for publicly owned um, uh, businesses um, until recently. I understand that's changed, is that right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, in the, the original draft uh, of, of the legislation, and indeed the, the original legislation, um, there was uh, an exemption for businesses uh, which were essentially 51% or more owned by a government entity. So those kind of entities owned by the UAE government, 51% or more, uh, were exempt um, from, from filing an annual return under the UAE economic substance uh, regulations. Now that's changed. Um, there's recently been amendments to that economic substance law. That's one of the changes. There are also other changes. Now what this means is that businesses have been requested to resubmit their notification. So the notification was a filing um, that was completed at the end of June 2020. There's a, there's a need to resubmit that. And also there's a need for businesses that may have thought they were previously exempt under the law to go back to look at the revised economic substance regulations, assess their requirements and potentially they'll have a filing requirement uh, under, the, under the regulation. And I think it's important actually perhaps just to, to dwell on this point for a second because um, it, I think this, um, obviously quite a few businesses and companies are indirectly or directly owned by the government uh, in the UAE's case, so this does affect quite a lot of different um, uh, businesses. Um, and the other thing is, um, if, if you are now brought within the ambit of these rules, 
Um, uh, I suppose like any other business, there are some exemptions to the rules. Um, and um, uh, you know, they, they include things like if you're subject to tax um, uh, in a, a, a head office location, um, or you're resident in a, in a different location and, and, and a couple of other exemptions like that. So th those are still open to you. Um, uh, and so if you, if you will no longer benefit from the original government um, ownership exemption, um, like all businesses, you can look to the other exemptions as well. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I think that's a, that's a great point. But what I will say is not a lot of these exemptions are straightforward. You know, right. They need businesses to, uh, to assess their business activities, to assess their operations perhaps outside of the, the UAE uh, and, and come to terms with how do they apply under the exemptions. And I think to be fair, it's documenting that process is very important as well. So having uh, documentation around um, whether a business fits into the exemptions and why uh, is, is, a, is a key point. I mean, to that, Point and Bilal, maybe you've, you've kind of just answered this, but but question I get asked by businesses throughout the region frequently where they're concerned about the rules applying is, um, well, I'm a business, I have significant substance. I've got um, I've got an office, I've got lots of employees in the office. Um, there's no question that I've got substance. Um, so surely I don't have to do anything. Uh, what, what would your kind of response to that question be? Yeah, no, it's a great point, and, and we do get asked this on a kind of a regular basis. And uh, I mean, what I will say is, is that the economic substance regulations is all about compliance. It's a compliance requirement. Um, you need to comply with the regulations, you need to submit some form of documentation, and you need to evidence how you complied with those regulations, why you submitted what you submitted, and have a governance procedure around economic substance. So what I will say is, is that yes, plenty of businesses do have substance, they have personnel, they generate um, uh, revenue from relevant activities, uh, they have board meetings. But what I will say is, is that um, businesses need to go through the economic substance requirements. They need to look at the requirements, particularly around directed and managed. There may be many businesses uh, in the UAE that are not directly managed from the UAE, or that do have board meetings but don't document those as they would. Um, so that's a new requirement, it's a new governance requirement and it's something that businesses need to do going forward. It's also thinking about the core income generating activities. Businesses are going to be required to report on this type of information and it needs to be aligned to the regulations and the definitions in the regulations. And then there's this piece around governance, so governance around economic substance, compliance around the economic substance requirements and documenting that process. So whilst it is um, many businesses, particularly in the financial services sector, banks, insurers, etc., uh, will have adequate substance, there, is, there, there needs to be a process in place to, well, number one, identify the gaps in the current documentation the business has compared with the economic substance requirements and number two, ensure that that's all documented and that the business has proper governance around economic substance in preparation to demonstrate compliance to regulators or, or tax authorities. And maybe actually I'll just give one kind of reflection on that, which is, um, you know, I think historically, particularly in both the UAE and Bahrain, and one of the reasons why they have economic substance rules, as you say, is because they've had kind of zero corporate taxes um, uh, to date. 
And so maybe uh, businesses are not so familiar with the kind of need, if you like, to assess their own position under the rules. So there's a sort of self-assessment requirement here. You need to work out what your position is, what your exemptions are. Uh, and then I think really to pick up your point, Bill Alice, to, uh, is document why you think that assessment is valid. And the onus is on the taxpayer to provide this, uh, or the business itself, to provide this, uh, uh, this evidence and keep a contemporaneous record of it. Um, so um, I guess that's the key thing. So I, I mean, I suppose the final question, um, uh, just to kind of summarize is, um, let's say um, some of our kind of uh, uh, viewers, listeners um, have a business, um, what's the one or two just, you know, in, in a sentence or two steps they need to take, um, having looked at um, our discussion um, to um, uh, deal, with the, deal with the rules? Yeah, I'd say, uh, I mean, highly recommended to do your gap assessment now. Um, and what we mean by gap assessment is, is assess all of the requirements of the economic substance regulations against all the things you do now as a business. Um, and I'd say number two is prepare for the annual return in advance. I mean, the annual return is not like the notification. The notification was extremely light touch. Um, the annual return will require a lot more data, will require demonstration of a lot more areas of the business. And, and I mean, look, it's highly recommended to, to put all of the energy into the first one. I mean, this is the first annual return. So the more robust, complete and accurate your first return is, um, the easier the process will be on an annual basis following. And, and I think that's um, just to, um, uh, to finish off, that, that first return that you mentioned, the annual return is due by 31 December, so we really right. have not got that much right. time. So um, uh, thank you very much for um, uh, uh, viewing our discussion this afternoon, and um, uh, hopefully that sheds a bit of light on economic substance.